1: The show. James Cole and Matt Harman.
0: You know, we never really got around to talking about CMC going to San Francisco, Matt. And, uh, the trade kind of happened after we had done all the podcasting that we do during the week. Um, and obviously it was a big shocker last week. We saw him, you know, in, in, in a pretty good role there in his first game in San Francisco. But just wanted to get your opinion, get pick your brain on how this might impact the the pass catching work for for all the guys, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and then George Kittle, who, oh, by the way, George Kittle had his best game last week as well with CMC in the mix.
1: Yeah, I, you know, it's kind of hard to take too much away from that first showing um, because, you know, he got – like you said – I had done all, all my podcasting, all my work. And then Thursday night during uh, when the Cardinals are beating the crap out of the saints, did anybody watch like the last five minutes of that game? It was everybody just like on Twitter scrolling CMC news. Cause that's when, that's when that thing broke. Right. Um, <laughs> right. You know, so right. it was ever after everything is over, you know, he gets there like on Friday. So he was never going to play a big, big role. I think we'll obviously learn a lot more in a big division game with the LA Rams this week uh, than yeah. we did last week. But, You know, the rushing stuff, like, forget it. It's all going to go to CMC at some point, too. It's kind of crazy that the Shanahan contingent, like that, you know, Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan, have been the best at finding these, like, random undrafted gems, but, like, still just blow picks on running backs all the time, like, and and give up huge, like, resources to get running backs, you know, like, remember they gave that big free agent contract to Jarek McKinnon, they trade all these – Boatload of draft picks to damn, you know, get CMC. And then, of course, they always like, maybe they're just tired of like spending third, trading up in the third, fourth round for guys like that, that cut after one year, like Joe Williams or Trey Sermon and TDP is going to be next. So they're just like, all right, enough of this. Like, no like let's take the temptation away from Kyle, get all our draft picks out of here, and just get a good God. running back. I guess that's probably the move there. But I know people don't care. I know a lot of people don't care about roster construction and and,
0: and those kind of things. But you just you, you you hit on so many points. Like think about the assets that they have used on running back, which we know is a depressed asset now in the NFL. You spend yeah. in consecutive years, you spend third round pick. So now we've spent two third round picks looking for a running back. Then you make this trade for CMC that also included what a second and a third. So if you think about it, some,
1: some, someone was doing the best and you know, this stuff's all like, who knows, but uh, somebody did like the value calculation of all the picks they gave up. And it's like equivalent to the fourth overall pick or something like that. So, (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, again, you know, it's not the fourth overall pick. It's like a second, a third, a fourth, blah, blah, blah. Um, But yeah, it's a, it's a lot to give up for sure.
0: And look, I love CMC. I think he's a great player. I've seen him since college. Good Lord. Um, But again, this guy does come in with a pretty long injury history as well, playing for a team that cannot keep running backs healthy. Like, mm-hmm. all yeah, of I that know, seems know. not like a good idea, dude. I know, that, I that know. seems like a good idea.
1: All, all this stuff got cut out of the, the Yahoo podcast because, obviously, he got traded that day. But, you know, I was joking around with um with my buddy Dalton, who's a 49ers fan, on the and, on the preview show that he was on that week. And I said, like, oh, they trade for CMC. CMC's getting hurt on the plane ride over because it's, <laughs> not, it's not even just like – It's not just running backs, dude. Everybody that plays for Kyle Shanahan gets hurt. Shanahan's going to have him do a deadlift on the freaking private jet over. He's going to get hurt there. So far, that hasn't happened. But, yeah, I I definitely thought, like, I don't believe in, I think, like, CMCs, but he stayed healthy all year long. Like, a lot of the stuff that he's dealt with has been a little bit fluky. But definitely part of me was, like, a little shiver down my spine when I thought about him (laughs) playing for the 49ers, who just everybody gets hurt for that team all the time. So, no, I I agree with you there. But – I think the the biggest interesting part about CMC will be, you know, the the passing game stuff because you know, I was actually reading um, something from from Jordan Rodriguez who covers the Rams and the Rams, of course, were in on this CM, in on the CMC discussions at least like right. kick the idea around and she had said that the Rams actually had a, kind of a, a thought in place that we're going to trade for CMC. He's going to be a running back for now, but like eventually in eventually the next couple of years, if we keep him in the building, like we're going to transition him to wide receiver, um, which is interesting. I mean, he obviously is a if anybody could do it, if anybody could be, like, a legit slot receiver uh, at the running back position, it probably would be CMC, um, like, in terms of a guy who can run real – I mean, I, I'm not going to go in and chart CMC's routes for reception perception. I'm not doing any running backs, but, like, I think he probably could <laughs> could right. could play slot receiver. So, I thought that was an interesting um, – not just thought that was an interesting uh, idea from the Rams. We'll never know if that was going to happen or not, but yeah. obviously – he should be a big part of the passing game for you know for the for the San Francisco 49ers he only ran a route on 21.2% of the dropbacks 18.2% targets per route run uh against the Chiefs last week so again we haven't seen him fully unleashed but definitely i thought you know Debo Samuel who has a hamstring injury right now he's just going to probably be playing real receiver now at this point you know I, hmm. I, he's not going certainly not going to be doing any of that like wideback stuff because i think they'll still try to get Elijah Mitchell, some carries when he gets off of IR, of course I, he's hurt. Um, I think they'll keep Jeff Wilson involved until then. And like, I don't think Debo's is going to be doing too much rushing stuff. And, you know, he's also the guy that hit the areas where he gets designed screens and, and, and leak routes and stuff like that. Certainly overlaps the most with where McCaffrey would be used. Uh, so I think they'll do a lot of cool stuff with, Debo is still, I think they'll do a lot of cool stuff with McCaffrey, but I couldn't help but think that, yeah, if somebody's going to lose a little bit of what they do in this offense, it probably would be some of that Debo stuff, which I mean, do you really want to take touches away from Debo? I, I don't know.
0: Yeah. So actually that's the reason why I thought that maybe George Kittle would maybe see a big downshift in production because Kittle. I mean, first of all, he's let it even be not. He's like, yeah, sure. Whatever. I love blocking. I love going yeah, downfield and just yeah. tossing guys out the club. Right. Like he loves that part uh, of the tight end game. Um, so I just wonder if they kind of like downshift the number of routes that he runs, because again, um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, this it's all it's all speculation. It's it's like all trying to figure out the the mad genius mind of Kyle Shanahan, because you've got a wide receiver who could play running back. You've got a running back who could play wide receiver. Uh, You've got George Kittle who can be a downfield threat. Um, And then meanwhile, you've got this like prototypical, uh, you know, X receiver and Brandon, Ayuk that they don't utilize that often. Right. So uh, how does it all mix in? Yeah, no, it's true. No, no, no. It's definitely true. Although Jimmy G still looks terrible.
1: Yeah, that that is a thing like I mean like that was another thing with my first kind of reaction where look, it's good for CMC to go to a team that's actually going to score touchdowns. Okay, we just talked about the Carolina Panthers and like yep. we're we're yeah, we're talking about how disastrous of an offense he left. It's a clear win cuz it's like CMC, really really good. 49ers offense going to be better than the Panthers. That's a win for fantasy. No reason to like tick him down or anything. But the one thing we're always complaining about with the 49ers because Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback is that there will always be meat left on the bone. This Correct. is why we got excited about Trey Lance. So we got excited about Trey Lance and Brandon Ayuk and stuff like that. But and now we're adding another guy to the mix. The target, you know, more more like we're adding another rack of ribs when we're already leaving (laughs) meat on the bone, you know? So how much meat can we really eat here? I mean, worth giving it a shot, but, you know, it's just just a thing to think about. But, yeah, Ayuk has been so good the last two weeks, 11 targets in back-to-back games. You know, we talked about him on the show recently where – you know, his, I got to put his in season charting stuff on the uh, website. I, I slacked on doing it last week after we talked about on the podcast, but the guy's been awesome this year. He's been getting open um, at will. I can't wait to see him against the Rams this week. Cause last time, you know, it doesn't show up at the box score. I know people are sick of me hearing sick, sick of me saying that, but you know, he was cooking the Rams last time they played that, that secondary, he was just open at all levels of the field. And, you know, Jimmy just didn't have didn't it didn't need to to do it very much they didn't need to do, didn't need to do much to beat the rams last time because their defense destroyed them but their defense hasn't been as good uh, obviously going against patrick holmes that's gonna that's gonna have that happen to you but yeah you know 11 targets for brandon you can back to back games and i think he's the Brilliant. guy that what what he does well overlaps the least with cmc being added there so i still feel really good about iuk and you know he's again he's just been so good uh, in all phases, blocking his ass off too, man. I mean, my God, that guy loves talk about someone who loves to get after it. That guy loves to get after it in the run game. So, um, I feel still pretty good about Ayuk, but all these other guys, I'm like, man, yeah, to CMC kind of eat into their workload. And also, by the way, too, Debo has a hamstring injury, and I, I, I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to play here in Week Eight, and you know, that could be just more good stuff for Ayuk and all these other guys
0: what is the mad scientist going to do when he gets in the lab with CMC in the mix? You know, Uh, I mean, there's really not that many coaches that would have drawn up the plays that they've drawn up for Debo Samuel too. You know, like how many, how many coaches are really going to do what Kyle Shanahan has been able to do with Debo? So that's, I'm just so curious to see how they fully integrate a special player, a special offensive weapon. Forget about what position he plays. It's just a special weapon in cmc and diabo special weapon george kittle when he's on fire he's unstoppable you could say the same thing about brandon Ayuk when he is just in his bag forget about it you can't stop the guy so they have four guys that you have to account for and when they're cooking they can't be stopped right so and then, and then meanwhile, you got a
1: signal caller in Jimmy G that, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. All yak guys too. You know, all, all guys that all those, all four of those dudes can make so many big plays mm-hmm. after the catch, like consistently make the first guy miss all of them. And you know, Debo makes all, all 11 guys on defense miss sometimes. So I know. it will be great to see Jimmy. I mean, he should just get it out. Just get it out to your first read every single time. It should be every fine. time. Don't, don't run out of the back of the FNN zone. And I don't want to see. <laughs> right. Let me tell you what, James, what I don't want to see. Right. I don't want to see another football going to Ray Ray McLeod, another football oh, going to Charlie exactly. Warner. These like, I mean, they have, they have designed big plays for those guys and they don't make those plays. So, um, right. Yeah. I don't need to be seeing, I don't need to be seeing that.
0: Can I issue an apology to me? Hardman. <laughs> <laughs> I got what we were talking about sky Moore last week. And I was like, man, get, get Nicole all the way out of here. Like, I don't want to see oh, any yeah. more Nicole Hardman snaps. And what does he do? He puts together his best game. He looked incredible. Uh, four receptions for 32 yards and a touchdown. And then he caught another, he had another two carries for 28, another two touchdowns. He had his best game of his career. In the same week, when I'm saying that Kansas City needs to get him out of the offense, you know what I mean? So let me just issue an apology to Miko Hardman because dude absolutely shoved it down my throat putting together his best game.
1: <laughs> hey, Chiefs receivers have been pretty good the last couple of weeks to the point that it's like, yeah, I don't know how soon they're going to be, um, you know, really, really trying to get Sky more on the field, especially Juju has been really good the last two weeks, you know, as a uh, zone beating receiver, which is yeah. what he is in reception perception, you know, especially against the 49ers, a lot of big plays against zone coverage, a lot of big plays after the catch. And, you know, they're putting him in a little more position to do that type of stuff. But yeah. Nicole Hardman, man, he can, <laughs> he can do that every now and again. Cause he's fast, but yeah, he's just not a real, he's just not a real receiver. I don't think. And um, Sky Moore is interesting. Like I started working on him on the, with the rookie report. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're like, I think they're kind of trying to figure out what they want to do with him because Um, they lined him up as like an X receiver, uh, against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then against, um, the Raiders, he was much more of like a move around the formation pre-snap type. So I think they're kind of getting him experience at all of these wide receiver spots. Um, but I don't think anybody has the thing with sky Moore that's tough is I don't think that anybody has played poorly enough to lose, especially now after McCall Hardman scores three (laughs) touchdowns, you know, there's nobody's played poorly enough to like, absolutely lose their job to to the right. second round rookie and and these are all this is the thing that kills me Is like why sky skymore playing not playing this is a huge concern it's like well they did whether you think they made a mistake or not they paid MVS a boatload of money they paid juju a good bit of money like McCole hardman's still a second round pick from a few years ago they're going to try to give these guys chances but and so far like you know MVS is MVS. he's been a ghost. And then he has a hundred yards on four targets and Juju has been Juju so far. So, um, pretty much to be expected. And and the chiefs offense is number one in EPA per play. So, well, and I
0: was going to say, we always go back to this, right? Like, of course, when we're talking about in fantasy and all these, but like at the end of the day, the, the Kansas city offense still is great. It's yeah. still awesome. Andy Reed has these guys in the right spots, playing the right positions, doing the right things. And Mahomes has been incredible, taking whatever the defense gives him and then every now and again forcing a throw downfield and you know what? It doesn't it's it's fine. Force that throw, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know cuz cuz he's a it. Yeah, cuz he can do it. He's an absolute wizard and a mastermind, working with an evil genius or a, a good genius or whatever in Andy Reed. And a those two genius. guys, yeah, a wholesome genius, man. And it's just, <laughs> I mean, those two guys working together. Oh my God. It's, it's special. Anyways, I just wanted to say my bad, Mr. Mecole Hardman. Okay.
1: <laughs> hey, one quick, yeah. one quick story about Mecole Hardman too. Yeah. Um, I had to, in a league I'm in with a bunch of, it's a bunch of other uh, analysts and stuff like that. Um, I had to make a last minute emergency, addition because of injuries off the waiver wire um i was like oh man i just i need it uh also i traded in that league i traded t higgins for kenneth walker so um Mm, yeah feeling good feeling good going into the week but i had to make an emergency yet i added mccall hardman and started him at the last minute but i still lost because i took a zero from a straight zero from james robinson uh so had i not done that i'm not unfortunately oh that God. that uh, that did not worry i was like you know what i don't deserve to win i don't des- even if McColl hardman putting up like 30 something points i don't deserve <laughs> that so yeah i was about to be the only fantasy player on planet earth that was going to benefit from McColl hardman's three right um three three touchdown game but uh the universe slapped me back and said no 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 that's not going to happen so you're gonna get
0: this, to this, totally, this is totally this is totally random and then we got to get out of here because the show's running long but um uh, it, i feel like this season i know scoring is down and fantasy points are are way down from last year but this season in particular, I don't remember there being this many high-profile guys to just give you a straight up flat out zero. Like James Robinson, zero. Romeo Dobbs, zero. Like Devontae oh, Smith, man. week one, zero. <laughs> there have been so many players where you're like, wait a second, you're you're actually a viable like NFL like starter. You should not be getting. There's more zeros than I ever remember in fantasy football this year.
1: Yeah, I think you're right about that. Dawson Knox, I feel like at one point gave us a zero. <laughs> um, yeah, by by the way, Romeo Dobbs. Yeesh, I do.
0: Yeesh, I, I yeah. I don't even know what to think about Romeo Dobbs moving forward. He he really has put together like three games that have not been good. Came out yeah. he came out looking great first half, first drive yeah. really against Tampa Bay. I thought he kind of maybe was. Ready to put the league on notice a little bit, and then nah, he he, he then just ended up being a late round rookie. Like,
1: like we yeah, saw he's a day out. three rookie, and they're over <laughs> right. line on him. That is that That's is a hundred percent for sure. And yeah. my God, Sammy Watkins is back, and Sammy Watkins still looking, looking a little thick out there. Well, a, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> All right, there you go.